Join us this week as we discuss gardening tips and tricks, what's going on in our gardens this spring season, and the fact that Ray can't grow things to save her life. So it's time to lock the bathroom door, pour a glass of wine, and take a deep breath. Welcome to the 80s Mom Podcast. Not bad. It was a great right. neighborhood. A beautiful day to be it a neighbor. Was. <laughs> Would you be mine? Yes, gladly. Could you be mine? Could you both move to Springfield? Not on your life. <laughs> no. It's a great to quote my aunt in two thousand and four, Springfield is a great place to be from. <laughs> Not on your life. So, I want to apologize for the lack of podcast last week. It was my sister's birthday, so I was out of town. Also, my poor sister went into work at 10.30 Sunday night, got off at 2.30 Monday afternoon. <gasps> with a 20-minute oh break during 16-hour shift because nobody would come in, and she was alone. And then, oh my God. as soon as she walks in the door, my aunt, our maternal aunt, has me call her. She does not know I'm in Springfield. And to tell us that our great Aunt Mary has passed away of cancer. Oh, lovely. On my sister's birthday. I may be slightly salty that she couldn't wait 24 hours to tell my sister that. Even though my sister's like, I Some understand. I would rather know. And I'm like, um, there, there, there's nothing you can do. Had she been sick for a really long time? No. She she had had breast cancer before. But apparently oh. it came back. It came back as like blood cancer. It spread back into her breasts. And it was quick. Oh. It was quick and unexpected. Um, her wake was today and her funeral is tomorrow. But which means I was supposed to uh, have given you two black weeks in a row. Dark weeks in a row. But... My husband has a man cold, and because he has a man cold, which is not COVID, he just has a cold, uh, I'm obviously not going up there. Because I have no immune system, so whether I'm sick or not, I have no idea. Yeah. I feel better than I did last week, so I'm assuming I probably had it last week. But it is what it is, so I am not up there. So I am sorry for the dark week last week. It was just a very, very, very long day. And I did not realize I was going to Springfield on Monday until Sunday. And we did not have time to put together a podcast. So that was completely and utterly my fault. I I beg your pardon on that, please. So Except that no one cares. You're totally cool. Oh, thank you. I like to think so, but, you know, you never know for sure. <laughs> it's all good. Let's see if that raised my voice up. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I should be a little louder now. So I'm sorry about the dark week. It was a horrendous birthday for my sister. And compounding it was the fact that I sung her the Barbarian Birthday Dirge, which is amazingly hilarious. 
Unless you have the world falling around your ears. But her birthday present made up for the fact that her sister wanted to make her want to kill her. Um, yeah. So that's a thing. And to this evening was lovely because we were filling the raised bed with mulch and dirt. And the plants are all doing good on our on the Philosopher Homestead. Viking Longhouse, take your pick. Yay! But I have no control over any of that because I kill plants. <laughs> I can't. We we have finally managed to yeah. kill Kilimanjaro. It took two. It took two winters. <laughs> wow! It, it is dead. And it probably had something to do with, you know, being in a pot that was probably way too small by that point. It probably had something to do with the fact that I can't remember to water plants. Well, that too. Never but... kept plants alive until this year, so. Upside down, Mom. Upside down. <laughs> we also have a I tiny podcast alive, host. Like... Yeah, I, I have a co- Podcaster sitting next to me because he would not would not go to sleep when I asked him to tonight. That's called being a mom. Yes. What were you saying about gardening, yeah. Cecily? Oh, I was just saying that I can keep plants alive if they like me. <laughs> or if the weather is fortuitous. They tend to do very well without my intervention outside. That's the only thing that kept Kilimanjaro alive for so long. It was always the winters that were going <laughs> to kill him. Yes. I'm pretty sure he's dead. We'll probably stick him outside and maybe he's not quite dead. What, what is Kilimanjaro? It's a Norfolk Island pine. They're tropical pine trees. It came from Cecily's house. <laughs> Huge tree. Huge tree. Or at least uh, or at least in our front room, it was a huge tree. It went outside every summer and came inside every fall. Because... You know, they're sold as Christmas trees, but they can't take temps below 45. And, um, yeah, if it went outside another summer and then in the next fall, it might not have fit. It was brushing because... our ceiling. It would not have fit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Our ceilings it aren't all that really, tall. really, really Cecil... loved our driveway. Our ceilings aren't all that tall. Cecily's house is just that small. Yes. But yeah, so I think I have managed to kill it. It wasn't on purpose. It was just a matter of I'm bad at taking care of plants. It was going to happen at some point. I mean, at no point was anyone going to plant it on Norfolk Island. No. <laughs> I do have good news. Jason has managed to germinate from seeds rosemary, which is supposed to be pretty oh. impossible. Cool. Yeah, I've always been told just by a plant... We have like six or eight of them right now outside. It's so cool. We've never managed it. We've never gotten it to work. Oh, so what amazing. makes the seeds so hard? I don't know. I know nothing about plants. I raise chickens. I am the chicken lady. I can tell you about chickens. Oh, I suck I tried, at plants. I tried lavender twice so far this year. Well, actually three times. And... Out of all the seeds, I only had one actually, like, germinate and take off. 
So I'm just like, yeah, lavender's yeah, supposed to be next hard time too. If this dies, I'll just buy a plant that's already alive. Well, your problem then yeah. is that the plants are already abused, so it's a mess. Jason was uh, very, very lucky I didn't come home from tractor supply on Saturday with more chickens. <laughs> <laughs> because they were on clearance for $2 a piece. Oh, oh the little babies. Yes. Oh. Uh, apparently they go He's on clearance really a couple times a uh, couple times a week. Because people don't oh, want to yeah, keep the they they want the baby babies babies. Oh. Well, that's because you want to make sure that Tractor Supply hasn't been abusing them too long. Because it's not like they're known for their track record of amazing animal husbandry. I mean, it's not horrible, but... When I went to a Fenton feed mill, they had, like, month-old chicks, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to poule that little. That's, like, too little to be cute, and too big to stick under a chicken. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a very awkward age. Yeah, they look like teenagers. They kind of look like Patrick, where they're all angular, and they don't know how to move <laughs> correctly. <laughs> That's exactly what a poulet looks so like. They only have fluff in a couple pieces. Yeah. Well, they're growing out their feathers, so... Like, when we had a yeah. molt... One of our hens decided when the um, light was turned off that she was gonna molt, she looked like hell. She looked like she's gonna die of mange for two weeks. It was like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> That's molting, apparently, because she's fine now. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah. And we're going to fix the back fence that goes, that blocks off the back 40, which is only a third of an acre. We just call it the back 40 so that we can let the chickens loose in the yard because I'd like them to eat the ticks this year. Oh, that yeah. That would be awesome. You know, they can, they can save their manure for your garden. Yep. Mm hmm. Well, actually, not the stuff that's outside. I'm not going to pick it up out of the yard. This is why I don't have a dog. But I've got to muck the coop probably next weekend. It looks like it's going to be rainy the rest of the week. So since I have to muck the coop, um, that goes into the compost bin because chicken droppings are hot and they have to be yep. in compost for a while. What does that mean? That they're hot? They can hurt your plants. They're they're too high in something. I I can't remember what it is. Though. Whatever it is dissipates. I've heard of stuff chills being, out. I've heard of stuff being too high in nitrogen. Maybe that's it. I it might be. I know rabbit poop isn't. You can put rabbit poop directly on a garden. But that's next year's that's project. Handy. Yes, that's next year. I'm not. Wow. Well, you can take um. You can take three does in a buck and make ninety rabbits in a year. Your urine is supposed to be really good for gardens too. Oh, is it? I wonder how exactly one mm -hmm. collects that. 
I'm in the hutch, like when they pee and they poop, it just, people have very, like, intricate setups to collect it all. Goodness gracious. <laughs> seen pictures and was wow. like, I did not need to see that, but okay. Not great. They actually collect the urine. Yeah, I mean, wow. people will, like, pay good money for that urine, too, apparently, so. There's too. nothing wrong with that. I thought about collecting our okay. urine for a couple of months so that to use as dye fixative when the woad grows. And then I decided, you know, we actually have industrial ammonia in the house and I'm really lazy and I'm just going to use industrial ammonia instead of aging urine in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why that was invented. Yep. It's just not period. I think most reasonable people would totally forgive that. Yeah. I mean, it dying is so period. Dying is period. Yes. No, I mean, like, dying of some disease that is totally treatable nowadays is also period. So, you know. Yeah, but you wouldn't submit... Dying of a disease that is period as an arts and sciences project. No, you would not. But you would do but something would you hand dyed. I mean, I it, it it just would get me extra points. It wouldn't like kill my score. And it's something I'm interested in trying at some point, but uh, not right now. I don't have the spoons to mess with it right now. Anyway, back to gardening. You guys mentioned pee, so that's where that came from. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't really leave it. That's true. My brain went somewhere completely else, though. So. Um, what are you guys growing? Letty has attempted lavender. I have so far been successful with dill, chamomile, lavender. What did I grow? I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I post pictures of it every couple times a week over on MeWe. Um, Italian, largely basil, Italian, giant parsley, coriander. Those all just got transplanted this week into bigger pots, and I've been starting to put them outside to strengthen up and get used to the outdoors since it's been beautiful out. And then I just started 11 new seeds yesterday, or Saturday. Two types of tomatoes, two types of peppers, and radishes, like three radish plants actually started popped up the top of the seed pods today so that was exciting to see awesome. but I've never grown anything before so I'm just like this is all an experiment to see what I can do <laughs> that's awesome what do you got this wow. year well I have seeds that have not made it into the ground yet is what I've got this year <laughs> I have tomatoes I have cucumbers um what else do I have? I have some kind of pepper. I don't remember whether or not it's hot. 
Uh, pretty much tomatoes are the thing that I just really need to have every year because tomato plant smell is addictive and and you can't get it from tomatoes. So you have to have the plants. Mm. We've got... I, think I, I also... don't eat tomatoes. I, I don't eat tomatoes. I'm not a fan of the plant smell that you like, Cecily, but I do love pasta sauce and a lot of the soups that we like to make require tomato paste or nice tomatoes in them. So I'm hoping to get some plants and be able to pan tomatoes at the end of the season so I can freeze some of it too, just so I'm able to make my stuff without having to run to the store. And if I can find a good ketchup recipe, that's my goal this year is to make homemade ketchup. Awesome. Ooh, I have never done that. We have somewhere between three and five varieties of tomato planted. Wow. I might have a small addiction to... Yeah, oh, I can. Um, <laughs> I might have a small <laughs> addiction to uh, tomato plants, even though I am unsuccessful at growing plants. We always plant a lot of tomatoes, and then I can pick them when I'm outside and eat them, and then just let the rest, rest of them rot on the vine because I'm a crap person. <laughs> Well, one of these years, I'm going to have so many cherry tomato plants that we will actually eat them. And as in, like, not just off the plant. But I, you can't have just a couple because, you know, you get, like, two tomatoes ripe at a time. And I have two children. So the year that we only had a couple plants, Brian got no tomatoes. I got tomatoes if I found them ripe and the children were not around. <laughs> Just kind of counting on them not being aware of how many empty stems there were on that particular bunch. <laughs> yeah, my children will live on tomatoes. We got a variety of tomato that is a huge producer. I think I think I got those. It's not the hundreds, it's a different one. That produces more than that one does. Um, but we got... I wow. believe we got those. We got a... Stuffing tomato, if I remember correctly. The inside is just hollow. What? Oh, wow. Is just hollow. It's cool. Um, that is weird. We got spoon tomatoes, which are micro tomatoes. Because who doesn't need really, really cool, like, half centimeter big tomatoes? You know what you can do with those? You can do Bloody Mary tomatoes. Mm. You skewer, like, with like, not the cherry tomatoes, but there's, like, a smaller one. I think it's, like, a grape tomato or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can do it with cherry seed, but you skewer every single one with, like, in toothpicks, and you soak them in a bowl of vodka overnight, and then the next day you serve them. You dip them into a mix, half lemon pepper, half celery salt, and it tastes like a Bloody Mary. I hate tomatoes, oh, and I hate Bloody wow. Marys, but I'll eat these things. They're so good. These are smaller than that. These are tiny. I'm gonna pull them up, but you have to give me a minute and I'll drop them in so that you can get them in the show notes. But I have to look them up. So what is the point of really, really, really tiny tomatoes? They're cool. Just that they're cool? They're okay, cool. Okay, cool. Just I can go with cool. that. They're just cool. So Jason's put in one raised bed so far. He's going to put in another one. And that's just in the back regular backyard. Um, 
So I'm like, well, this will be nice because I will actually be able to help pick tomatoes because, <laughs> yeah. Getting down on the ground. No. Well, that's part of that's been part of the problem. I can't get on the ground. So since I can't get on the ground, it causes problems for me. I wonder if I have a way to log in. I have no items in my cart. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I grew Cherokee purples one year. I love Cherokee they purples. They rotted on the plant. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah, I, I don't know if you... I was doing something wrong, but yeah. You probably didn't think Not they were big enough. Things. That's usually what I do. I don't think they're it's big probably, enough. I probably thought they weren't dark enough. You know, because I was looking at color, and by the time they looked ripe, they had holes all around the stem. Yeah. I had them planted next to some kind of yellow hybrid tomato, and the Cherokee purples would go from not ripe to they have fallen off the plant, while the yellow tomatoes were sitting green at the same size for like a month. They, they just... They grew to about half size and then froze for a month. It was the weirdest year. I just don't have a lot of luck of remembering to pick them when they're ripe. Give me a second. I'll pull those up for you guys. I'm working on it. Because, like, I have the list of what we ordered. I ordered Barry's Crazy uh, Cherry Tomatoes, which, give me a second. I'm going to pull it up and I'll send it to you. Yeah, these are yellow um, cherry tomatoes, and they are insane. There's that one. I had to pull up you my would order. Live on cherry oh, I ordered a lot of cherry tomatoes because I also am very fond of cherry tomatoes. You really can't have too many. Did you see the picture in the chat? My glasses are off right now, so I can't see it. But I just remembered I have echinacea that I've. Ooh, oh, been, that's right. That I started in January. You told me about that. And then um, I also realized in like all the plants, like all the seeds that I got last fall, I did not get any mint seeds. So oh, when I was no. at Home Depot last week, potting soil and um, up some planters, we had mint plants. So. I started my mid seeds on Saturday too, so I'm hoping those will grow. Our oh, peppers wow. are doing good. I don't have them next to the arrow garden lights, so that's the only thing. Um, they are next to the back door in the kitchen, so they it's a French door, so they get all the light all day. So we'll see if that works. I may have to move them over towards the uh, arrow garden. And I was right. I have all of five uh, varieties of tomatoes. That doesn't count whatever seeds we have. <laughs> so I have berries, crazy cherry tomatoes, black cherry tomatoes, which are a purple tomato, Amish paste tomato, which have no seeds and are basically solid on the inside, the spoon tomatoes, which I mentioned, and get stuffed tomatoes, which are basically hollow on the inside. So they're the opposite of the Amish paste tomato. 
Wow. Interesting. I really like interesting tomatoes. I went through the the uh, Baker Creek seed catalog. The whole it's called the whole seed catalog. Mm-hmm. Rareseeds.com. Sadly I do not have a discount code for that through TSP, but that's all right. I live. I thought I, I did. Went but to, um, was it I think it's a seed guy is who I got my seeds from. And then I was at Walmart and they had just put up their seed thing, so I grabbed a ton of more seeds. Well, we have like a seed not? bank because we buy over a hundred dollars worth of seeds every year and don't plant them all. So we yeah. don't buy wow. from Walmart because we buy a lot of seeds. Walmart is where I got, like, I got my cabbage and my kale and my lettuces and then all my wildflowers and flowers because I didn't get those when I ordered my other seeds because I did an heirloom veg mix and then in a medicinal herb mix. Xandria picked out some wildflowers. She picked out, like, some bachelor buttons, which are tiny little flowers and some, uh, sunflowers and stuff like that and I think I may have tossed some marigolds in there too because chickens yep but I hear you like I was listening to um, Nicole Sauce's podcast Living Free in Tennessee and she mentioned her stinging nettles are in season and I'm like I haven't even planted mine I didn't even think about doing that. That'll be next year. Your parents would probably kill you anyway. Oh, they're coming <laughs> back tomorrow. They don't know that I started more seeds. I didn't tell my husband I started more, more seeds because he's going to be like, what the heck? Because we're trying to buy a house. So if in like six weeks we're closing on a house, I'm going to have to transport all these plants. Yeah. <laughs> Which Jack would tell you I'm not to do, but yeah. But that's why I'm putting them in pots and planters because those are movable. They're not in the ground. You think they're movable. It depends I... on how big the planter is because those buggers get heavy fast. I know. Well, I'm keeping them small. Uh... Yeah, so that will be fun. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, the, like for me, it's be an experiment because I've never grown anything before. So if it doesn't work out, it won't work out. And it will. It will have been fun. Exactly. I'm gonna get some five-gallon buckets and put holes in the bottom, and just your tomatoes. Yeah, just plant stuff in those. Yeah. We did container gardening. I know gardening, I can move a five-gallon bucket. Containers are still too close to the ground. Yeah, I have um, the vertical garden that I got for Christmas that I have not opened up because I'm not going to do that until we get a place. But... Um, Buddy Tom over at Small Scale Life Podcast. Uh, he also had a website for years called Small Scale Gardening, and he's now combining them all into the one. But um, he shared a lot on raised beds and 
like if he, you know, like, because he was in rented spaces and whatnot for years and how he did his garden and in like urban Illinois backyards too, you know, so. Yeah. Um, he, and he's actually up north um, near where we're going to be living. So when I do get a place, I'm going to be like, so Tom, <laughs> come, over, come on over, I'll cook you dinner, bring your wife and th- let's have a walk around the yard and get some ideas from you on what we could do with our garden back here. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love that idea. Once he's done building his house, though, because they're in the process of building a home, so that's taking up a lot of time for him. Oh yeah. So Cecily, how long have you been gardening for? Um, well, I guess pretty much every year since I left home, and my parents have a huge garden, it's like, uh, probably 16 by 24. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, they're, the lot that their house is on is a fourth of the block. Dang. So... Yeah, they have a nice yard. And that's why I need tomatoes everywhere I go. <laughs> My grandparents but some years grew like more successful than Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I just I just said some years have been more successful than others. But every year I try. That's all you can do. I don't think we have ever been super successful, except for the year we did it on a farm acreage. But then Jason's friend's brother basically mowed it, un- mowed everything under. Oh. Ooh. Oh. That was the year we got married. Oh my gosh. And it's you didn't fun. kill him. Meh. It looked really overgrown because wow. we tend to neglect plants, but they were doing wonderfully. Also, what's the point? We just don't plant there anymore. Don't say, mommy. Don't say. Don't say, mommy. <laughs> the joy of toddlers who will not go to sleep. It's the <laughs> sleep regression is a thing. Oh no, we just uh I had horrible nightmares, like super vivid realistic nightmares and night and night terrors late Saturday night and like when I would wake up I'd be in sleep paralysis and I kept snoring up and down that there was like somebody in the house like I hate going that. through the rooms and stuff and I was like oh my god oh. like and then you can't move so that didn't help and you then one, mommy. and then last night and then last night because I was still kind of like freaking out we had a sleepover on the couch downstairs. That's right. 
a birthday. Um, we had a sleepover on the couch downstairs, and someone didn't fall asleep until like after midnight because <laughs> <laughs> not used to it. And then Mama was up until like one o'clock, and then I woke up at three, and then I woke up at six, and I've been up since six. So, yeah. Well, if we need to, we can keep tonight short. That's cool. Yes, I mean he took he took his nap today, but he slept until five thirty, so it was a long nap. Zandria took a nap with me apparently as when I woke one of the times when I woke up because I'll do that on and off even though I only sleep for like two or three hours. I try to keep it to an hour and a half, but it was three it was a solid three hours today. She was asleep next to me. I'm like, oh there's a child taking a nap, which is probably part of the reason why she keeps coming in and out. <laughs> but she's been banned off a TV, so there's nothing she can watch. Uh, and I'll do it. That's what happens when you try when Daddy turns the TV off and you try to knock it on the floor. Ooh, yeah, no. She's in trouble. She's still in trouble. Wow. That happened on Friday. Yep, that'll do it. Yep, she's had no TV since Friday. Well, she's watched a little bit with me and Dad yesterday and tonight. It was like an hour. And she didn't get to pick what it was. <laughs> and she wasn't terribly interested. So she's like, watch TV? And I said, nope. You are not allowed to watch TV. Right now. Originally, I wasn't watching any TV either. But Jason's like, she can watch TV with me. It's not like she gets to pick. And I'm like, okay, well. You're the one who said. Yeah. <laughs> You said no TV. I heard no TV. But whatever works. She's your monster now. Uh, mommy, wow. She's not dealing with this now. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was horrible, but I appreciate the compliment anyway. Do we have any tips or tricks for... Um, gardening because i don't have a whole lot on gardening something that i'm i need to learn about because apparently my dill plants have it is called dampening and it's a very common issue that affects uh, plants like if you're in a more cold northern climate my my dill was doing really good and then it started like leaning over and then i'd water it and it would stand back up and then it would flop over and i'd water it and it would stand back up like, Please what is this? One. So a friend of mine was like, oh, it's called dampening. Like, oh, so now I have to do homework into that because my, like, it looks really good. Like, part, part of the stock is really, really, that's the library, kiddo. Some of the stock is like really big and I mean, it's growing like crazy, but like the, the very bottom of the stock is and wiry and can't really support it so no boy no i've never but yeah you never know you never know what you're gonna run into with it that's right um and you never know you don't know what's what issues you may have in your different zones which i don't understand the whole zones like people like i live in 5a or 
I'm in 5B. What can I plant here? And I'm like, know what that means <laughs> so you can look that, it up easy enough you just search usda zone and then your city and state yeah so that so that's gonna be something i have to look into is because like what we're in uh, <laughs> yeah we're in 5b 5a 5b uh which would mean cecily's mm. in like 5a ish yeah yeah, because I can't imagine you and I are in exactly the same zone. No, we're not. We're not. St. Louis yes, is slightly I, I, warmer. Well, to, well, to give you an example, we left here last Monday. It was 45, 47 degrees. We got to Illinois up in Springfield, and it was like 36. <laughs> and my grandma proceeded to my grandma proceeded to tell me off for uh, Zandria not having a jacket. But I don't consider... <laughs> 45 50 degrees jacket weather i consider like 30 degrees jacket weather yeah and you oh by the way so it's gonna get better i'm i'm looking at the usda zones where we will be living it's like either 4a or 3b where we're gonna be at yeah it's gonna be cold <laughs> oh and then where my parents are at where i'm currently growing I don't want to do that. Stop that. You should toss that website into the show notes for the week because I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Moment, honey. Yeah, and then like where my parents are. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We're 5B, and then the, the lake house is 5A. Yeah, Springfield looks like it's like 6A slash 5B, Cecily. Oh, sorry, we're 6B. It means we're 6B. Yeah. I. But there's a good chunk of Illinois that's 5A. Yep. Very interesting. The more you know. Right. Do you have any tricks or tips, Cecily? Well, there's one thing I did one year when I had a 12 by 12 plot of the yard dug up. I had read about this thing where you put cardboard down with like mulch or grass or something over the top of it to keep the weeds down. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge pain, but like, if you shop at Aldi or something and you have a supply of cardboard, it works. We've done you that before. You just have to keep up with it. But I could see where, like, two or three years down the way, you'd have almost no weed problem. Well, you wouldn't want to put grass over it as grass in a garden plot is a weed. You just want to put dirt over it. Well, yeah, not, well, yeah, not, um, like, not grass with seeds, but, like, the, the mowing clippings. That kind of thing. Oh, okay. Thought so you were like plant yeah, grass over yeah, it, and I'm like, that's 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 oh, no, no, don't do no, that. No, no, not planting grass over it. No, no, not planting it. Just like like lawn clippings, basically. Yeah, or we last did that. year's leaf. I'm looking forward to having land that's ours, so I can experiment with that without worrying that the landlord's going to wonder why we have garbage all over our yard. 
Well, that's why it, you bury it. It does look messy when you're getting it going. It doesn't look great. But two or three years down the way, it would be worth the time and investment. Well, that's kind of like the raised beds right now. Except for obviously they're not cardboard boxes on the ground, but. And they will look way better. They look okay. You've, well, I posted pictures in here earlier. Of the um, raised beds with the corrugated uh, metal. That's going to mm -hmm. be so cool. That Jason scavenged from somewhere. He got them on Facebook Marketplace, but I don't know where they came from. You can tell how much I care about where they came from. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. He did have me go pick up a small chest freezer to use as a kegerator. I had to drive an hour both ways for this thing in the hilliest, most, like, race, like, uh, car commercial road I have ever seen in my life. And he wants to sell it because it's not big enough and I just want to murder him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I could totally... I don't mind driving. I really do not like driving on constant curves. Because that was just exhausting. I mean, the only trick we really have is we do um, two inch by two inch seed cubes and we plant seeds into those and then we like lay them on baking sheets. Like right now I don't really have any baking sheets because they're all being used for seeds. And it allows you to water them more evenly than just planting them in a pot. And you also don't, um, you don't get root bound. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, please. Cool. So it's a little easier. It's less intensive. So do we have any final thoughts this evening? Cecily? Um. Well, if you're buying plants with an eye towards bringing them in in the autumn, like if you're like, if you have stuff that's going to keep producing after the snow falls, just keep in mind how much shelf space you have by windows. Because every summer, every single summer, I have more plants come autumn than I have shelf space. Because plants are a drug. There are worse ones, there I think. Go. Well, yes. Yes, there are. Letty, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, I, I, since, since I've been experimenting, I did start seeds next to the window, and I've also started seeds right next to my arrow garden with the lights. And the seeds that I've put next to the arrow garden with the lights, I also have been watering. And once a week, I'll add some of the arrow garden food into there, like just a drop or two into the water. And... I don't know if it's the food or if it's the lights at a much better germination rate next to the lights. So it, I know some people think it's crazy, but 
if you can get your hand on some of the grow lights. I know um, Jack from Survival Podcast recommends Barina um, for grow lights to get your seeds going, but it's amazing, like how quickly these things take off. Oh yeah, when we I have... have them right next to the grow garden. We have grow lights. They are actually fluorescent um, fixtures with grow lights. So these are like, we use them as regular lights the rest of the year, <laughs> but they are, they are grow lights and they're, they work great. We also have like the purple LED light somewhere. I can't remember the last time I saw it, but we do in fact have one somewhere. So what's the benefit of a purple LED light? It's the wavelength of light. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the wavelength is, and cool. I'm not going to remember. Jack recommended it back when T-Spaz was new, so Letty might be able to dredge it up, but I, I can't remember. I bought it because Jack recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bought the brass hose nozzle he recommends, too, because we got tired of breaking hose nozzles. I hope that'll be in tomorrow, because right now it's just a garden hose with no head on it. My my tip is, if you buy organic sweet potatoes, you can do sweet potato starts. We actually have a number of them in the kitchen next to the sink right now. You put them in water, and um, not all, the you don't submerge the sweet potato, but you put like a quarter of it at least in water, and it'll start sprouting. And then you can pull the sprouts out and start them hydroponically, and then you can plant them. And we kind of oh, have that cool. going on right now. We try this every year, and usually they do much better inside, and then they, we forget to harden them off, which is you have to take them outside for a certain number of hours a day, and it increases until they're used to the weather, because they're all nice and sheltered inside, and everything is perfect, and then you take them out into the harsh world, and they're like, I would just like to die now, and often that's yeah, exactly what they do. I left out for, like, way too long on Saturday, when I did the transplanting and they all looked just so sad <laughs> so yesterday they went out for a lot less time and then today they went out for a shorter time because I'm like okay I just I need to remember just like start with like 50, 10 to 15 minutes at a time and then just slowly get them used to it see you're nicer to your plants than I am I take it out while the sun is out I put them away when the sun goes down and they can fend for themselves I mean they're all very happy plants so <laughs> I know that's not exactly how you're supposed to do that, and I realize I'm doing it wrong. I just don't care. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Well, it's better than not doing it at all. So. Well, it, yeah, and I don't think Jason thought to bring them in because guy with the man cold who was outside working in the yard all evening. Um, and it's supposed to rain tomorrow, which means I'm going to have to bring them in or they're going to get flooded because they're in baking Ooh. sheets. And they're not, like, on racks or anything oh. in the baking sheets. They're just on the bottom of the baking sheet. So there's no way to get good circulation if it, get, if it gets too wet. So I, I'm i foreseeing oh, okay. him messaging me in the morning to remind me to bring the plants back inside. On the upside, our car Jefferson, the uh, front-end replacement, has been completed. And it's in for a wheel alignment. So it should be drivable in the next couple of days, fingers crossed. Yay. After two months. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, I have got one last tip. Go for it. So if you if you really want to grow something, but you're scared to death of dealing with 
fertilizer and compost and dirt and seeds and everything, look into the arrow gardens that are always on sale on Amazon. Like I keep getting reminders that, oh, this one's on sale for half price. This one's on sale at this price. Um, you, it's very difficult to screw it up when you're using an arrow garden because you put your plant, you put the seeds, you put the seed pods in there, fill it with water, put some plant food in, and let it go for two weeks. And I mean, you have to. Okay, you have to refill the water every once in a while, and then you just put new food in it every two weeks. I mean, and you see, that's how I killed I started... the arrow garden. I forgot to water it. It lights up and like lets you know when it needs water. I know. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> I told you, I am amazingly bad at this. Ours doesn't well, actually light know. up. It's just, it doesn't circulate. light up, but it oh. it does tell you. But I yeah. Yeah. Like the, the light goes to red because yeah. I was, I was like, oh, I have to remember to, to water it this week, and and I looked. I'm like, why is it red? I'm like, oh, I forgot. Got to put the water in there. Yeah, ours just <laughs> has a little indicator that's either green or red, and it's not a light. So yeah, you, it turns yeah. it turns red when it needs water. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I forgot <laughs> for a oh month. Oh goodness! Because I oh god yeah yeah that that's I, dead. Well, that's how we killed the pine tree. You see, it comes inside and gets watered <laughs> twice over the over the. Uh, length of the winter <laughs> and it either survives mm-hmm. this extreme abuse or it does not <laughs> we don't have house plants for a reason i suck <laughs> at plants if it is not yeah, until, fluffy until, and cannot tell no. me it needs fed it dies although yeah, Zandrian's it's not now fluffy. i've killed everything because i either overwatered or underwatered yeah, no, I so, just I mean, that. I'm putting all my seeds in peat pods, and the thing that I found out was, hey, when they look dry and dusty, water them. <laughs> so whenever they, because you can overwater and they'll grow mold, because I had that issue at first. Yeah, we've Ooh. had that just, happen. Yeah, but, you know, you just, once they start getting, like, you can tell when they're not, like, that nice, deep, golden brown, almost black color. Okay, got to add a little bit more water in there. Yeah, I just... I'm just that bad. So, with that, you can find us on social media. We are on MeWe, and we are on Odyssey as 80S Mom Podcast. You can find our website, which still currently doesn't have anything on it, to be fair, aside from our backlog, at 80smompodcast.com. Our email is show at 80smompodcast.com. And with that, you can do this, unlike me, and have a great week.